0: Urban Dictionary defines romantic comedy as the most vile, insipid, sanity-destroying, horrible genre in the history of film? <gasps> Respectfully, <laughs> we disagree. I'm Mia. I'm Samantha. And this is You Rom Complete Me. <laughs> Woo-woo-woo!
1: It's the final episode. Do-do-do-do-do. Do do do
0: do. Do 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 do. do All right. We did it, folks.
1: This we is our 54th and final episode for 2019. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done, we, and we did? fucking said, did it. Said, we fucking said it. Said it, <laughs> we <laughs> it <laughs> we said and we fucking did it.
0: And we fucking did it. Swear, so swear, so swear, swear. Let's, swear, swear. let's is go. Love actually a rom com. Oh, we're not even talking about what it is. No. We are on a time crunch. <laughs> I just want this podcast to be no, over. No, Give me
1: all right. Twenty-five seconds.
0: Twenty-five. Less seconds. Less than twenty-five Wait, seconds. Actually, I'm gonna. Oh my god. On, uh, I'll. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna do a timer. I'm gonna just do a stopwatch. Okay. Ready, set,
1: go. Love actually is an interconnecting story featuring nine different characters. There is a man whose wife has just died and his stepson, who is in love with a girl from school. There are two actors who are fill-ins on a, on a film set who are pretending to fuck but are, fall in love. There's the prime minister who falls in love with a girl who brings him his tea. There's Alan Rickman, who's in a loving relationship with Emma Thompson, but he falls in love with a bitch named Mia. <laughs>
0: classic me am i right classic
1: me am i right there's colin firth whose uh love of his life sleeps with his brother and he goes away and falls Mm -hmm. in love with a portuguese Mm -hmm. girl in a foreign Mm -hmm. country Mm there is a stupid american uh plot line where a british man goes and gets laid in the united states because he thinks that he'll have attractive appeal here and he does it's not a lie and there's probably some other storylines that I've forgotten oh god Laura Linney leaves a sad sad life in love with a handsome man named Rodrigo Centoro but she can't be with him because her brother uh, needs a lot of help in his life
0: Mark and Juliet
1: oh Shakira Knightley gets married (laughs) meanwhile Andrew Lincoln zombie hunter is in love with her the entire time and does some really creepy shit yeah
0: I think that's everybody. That's it. That's the film. That's it. That's the film. Mr. Bean's there, Mr. too. Mr. Bean's there, too. Um, yeah, so I don't. I screwed it up on the timer, but you're, you did a good job. I did job. pretty good. Yeah, It's we're in on the under three-minute mark. This is where we usually would stop bantering anyway, so let's dive in. Is this movie a rom-com?
1: It is the definitive rom-com. It's the definitive ensemble rom-com. Yes, it is the
0: first of its kind, uh, a cacophony of relationships that all finally come together at the end of the film. Um, everybody's interconnected, kind of like that fucking Valentine's Day. He's just not that into you. Yep, yep.
1: So basically, you started off New Year's a Day. nightmare generation. All
0: of them came. It's together. all a
1: nightmare. Why did they do this to I us? I don't know.
0: Did they ever make an Easter one <laughs>
1: <laughs> about the death of Jesus Christ? Yes. No. <laughs>
0: Everyone falling in love around the death. Of you should Jesus do like a Fourth
1: Christ. of July one. That would be a oh, fun. Oh yeah. One. Fourth
0: of July one. Would be anyway,
1: good. it's fun. It's fresh. It was at the time, at least. Yes. It's a little more tired and trite now. But mm-hmm. that's okay. We were different people in 2003. That's
0: true. There's a lot of sadness also. It's like peppered in. But, but
1: no, suicide no jokes. suicide jokes. Wow. You know how that
0: comes up a lot in podcasts. Nope. In rom-coms, if you've been listening to us Mm. but
1: mia there's a lot of characters who fall in love in this film which means there's probably a lot of meat cutes tell us about your favorites okay
0: here are the good meat cutes we have john and judy who are the stand-ins on a movie set and a sex scene and or it's a porn it's never really clear um so they fall in love on the job he is a respectful good boy and she's a cute little angel so they love each other Then, also Hugh Grant, the Prime Minister, who does not have a name except for the Prime Minister, which is a fun fact. And also Natalie, who is adorable. She brings him his cookie biscuits. She meets him for the first time and says that she was going to... She had an awful premonition that she was going to fuck up on her first day after she curses at him twice. And it Mm -hmm. is very funny and cute. Finally, Colin Firth added again, falling into bodies of water and having a wet shirt... Falls in love with Aurelia, who is his um, little clean cleaner maid. Housekeeper, housekeeper in Portugal. Woman. And uh, he <laughs> bungles their meeting by... Speaking to her in every language but Portuguese, a language she does not know. So those are the cute ones. What about the bad ones? So we hate Alan Rickman. We hate Alan Rickman despite the fact that I am obsessed with him as he
1: a person. He basically abandons his wife for this hot young secretary at his office named Mia, which is a bad name but choice I mean, because Mia is a perfect at name. At least he
0: fell in love with a Mia. For a
1: perfect you angel. Know. Well, did he fall in love with her or just lust with her? Lust we don't know. It whatever. doesn't count. We hate it.
0: We love but love to hate Laura, Lenny, and Carl because it's just sadness, and we want them to actually get together, but they don't, which is just so sad. Yeah. Ugh. They
1: worked her at the same company, Alan Rickman's company, and she's been in love with him the entire time, but mm-hmm. they can't be together because her life is very complicated yeah. with taking care of her brother.
0: Is it more or less complicated that it's more complicated, complicated? More complicated. And then the last sort of couples, we don't really ever get to see their Me Cutes. We don't see Kieran Knightley meeting her husband or meeting mark we don't see small boy and small girl (laughs) meeting for the first time Mm -hmm. we don't see is that all of them um i mean we see the british boy meeting the american girls but i just don't care right we just don't care so that's all the meat cutes there are two meet cute cool does this movie fly in real life samantha
1: um no there's just (laughs) way too much going on for literally everyone to be interconnected to each other right would you say that there is a most believable plot line of all the plot lines? Yeah, I would say that John and Judy is the most believable <laughs> yeah. because they meet at work and they, like, get to know each other at work and fall in love. Yeah. So that will actually happen. In a good way. And obviously, like, actors fall in love with each other all the time on set. And they're playing actors of a sort, so. Yes,
0: that's true. I also feel like in the vein of, like, meeting at work and falling in love, and then, and not working out is mm-hmm. Laura Linney playing Sarah, playing Sarah, yeah. and Carl Rodrigo Santoro, the most beautiful man on so the planet beautiful. Earth. His chest, my God, oh, Jesus, he's so good. His arms? And good. Wow. Um, anyway, I think that's a pretty believable plot line too. Definitely. Just like like life is full of con- uh, complications, like he it says, is. and it's true.
1: <sighs> Mia. The yeah. question I've been waiting for this whole podcast. The lucky question we're going to marry. The most beautiful <gasps> question in town. For this film, in particular, okay. did it age well?
0: Um, what do we call it, Chubby? <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, this film
1: put a lot of emphasis on characters' appearance and physical body weight. In particular, they kept calling not everybody uh, chubby, everybody chubby, the manager of
0: Bill Knight, who we oh, haven't we even mentioned, the field pop Buck star who makes a comeback, shitting arse, head and hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even we forgot all about him. Yeah. Um. So that. Yeah. And all the commentary on the appearances, like it doesn't just doesn't make funny for funny. It doesn't come It's not comedy. It's anymore. not comedy. Like, that's punching down and not nice. Yeah. And there's better ways to be funny than to, like, use physical appearance, appearance
1: as to mock
0: people. Yeah. So, not not cool of actually. Um, but I would say, like, there are good bits in this movie still. I know the internet hates on it because there's a lot of, like, weird, questionable things. Like, the scene with the cue card. Yeah. Like, and I will love you until my wasted heart. Until you look like this. Yeah. Mummies or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like the good parts are so good. Yeah. And there were parts where I was like, fuck, I love this movie.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch of plot lines that I really like. Like the Colin Firth plot line, yes. I really like. I love the Hugh Grant plot line. Yeah. They could just like cut out the unnecessary ones, they can I cut love- out.
0: Yeah. What else? I just like no, I love Emma Thompson and Liam Neeson's like friendship in this it's movie. So cute. It's really good.
1: And him being a stepfather to yeah. um, a small boy whose mother died. <laughs> small
0: boy. Thomas Sangster. I know. Uh, a good boy. A good boy. Um who apparently was only 5 years younger than Kira Knightley when they filmed this. But that makes sense though. If yeah. he was 12 and she was 17. Know, 12-year-olds bad. are like babies and 17-year-olds are like full-grown human beings. I know cuz I work with them both. Like, think Same. about middle schoolers versus like seniors in high school. They just, the shots
1: they do of Thomas in this movie next <laughs> to Liam so Neeson. It makes him look
0: <gasps> so small. He's so He looks little. so much
1: younger than that. He's like, so just sweet. the way they do the shot. Like, Liam just looks so big.
0: He's so cute
1: and little. Um, but yeah, so we cut out the whole American, getting laid American style plotline. Yeah.
0: And Alan and Mia. Like, I would be more interested in exploring, like, the Alan, Rickman, Emma Thompson, like, their marriage clearly isn't what it used to be. Like, yeah. why do you need to, you don't need to throw a third person into it. It would be more interesting to, like, see them reconnect instead. Yeah. You know? Like, that's no, that's a thing that this movie didn't touch on. Like, all other different types of love are touched on this movie, but that's not one of them. Yeah, that's true. Really? I don't know. It's just like if you're gonna. This is like the first ensemble movie, right? Yeah. It's, it's too big. We can pare it down. Like Mitch, bitch. you're setting a precedent here. Make this easier for us. Yeah. You could relax a little bit, and then I think it would be good. Six couples would have been just fine. It was two hours and fifteen minutes. You can cut it down to a cool one forty-nine. Sure.
1: <laughs> we can give that <laughs> a, a cool two hours. A cool two hours. Okay. I would settle for one fifty-five. Okay. Okay.
0: Um, Samantha. Yes. Did you fall in love watching this movie? Uh,
1: or really, with whom did you fall in love? Um, sure. You're welcome, to that grammar. The small boy and his stepfather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just fell in love with this small boy. I love him. He's so cute and little. I know. I just want just, to just hold him in my arms as a precious boy.
1: Sometimes I wish I would feel that way about the tweens we work with. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just want to love you. No. But you're brats you sometimes.
0: all the time. <laughs> Um, Fell in love with Colin Firth, for
1: sure. With Natalie. Yeah.
0: Rodrigo Santoro.
1: The Prime Minister's (laughs) dance moves.
0: And like Liam and Emma's friendship, like we said. And And Laura Laura Linney
1: Linney is a dream. She's an actual dream. I'm obsessed with Laura Linney. She's great. Did you ever watch the Abigail Adams miniseries? No, I should. I always wanted to. Should we just just do that that next year? I think we should just watch miniseries next year.
0: Should I spend Christmas break, the two days that I have off for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, listening to all of the podcasts from this year and writing down all of our ideas that we said for (laughs) next year?
1: We could just split them in half. You do (laughs) half, I do half. Great. At one point, I was going to try and listen to everything before the end of this year, but then life got in the way. Life imploded, and I couldn't do that. Are you rethinking <sighs> your life now, Mia, after watching this film?
0: Um, I feel like you're rethinking your the fact that you got rid of this DVD. <laughs> I did. But we share custody of our, my DVDs. You're right. So you're it's right. It's totally fine. One day um, I'll just
1: put all my DVDs in your DVD case and then yeah. we'll be a full-fledged DVD family.
0: DVD family. Um, I mean, I don't know. There's some cute stuff. It doesn't throw me into an existential crisis like some other rom-coms do. Mhm. How about you? Any existential crises abound? No. Okay. That's
1: fair. The sweet parts are sweet. The bad parts are bad.
0: <laughs> <Nah>.
1: Yes. <laughs> That's it.
0: That's all That's i That's the title take. of the episode. <laughs> it has nothing to do with love actually. It's just the good parts are good. The bad parts are bad. You rom-com plead me a year in review. <laughs> love it. Okay. Quick, some favorite quotes. Cool. This one's going to be hard because I don't know Portuguese, but we'll just say what the American okay. subtitle said. But when Colin Firth and Aurelia, I don't know her real name in real life, are talking about – they're just talking to each other, and she's asking him in Portuguese and mime if he can drive her home. He said, it's my favorite time of day, driving you. And she, she says, it's the saddest part of my day, leaving you. And they're so in sync, even though they're not speaking the same language. They yeah. have whole conversations where they're basically saying the same thing. Yeah. And it's just like, ah uh, – uh, love transcends language. Uh, Colin Firth is so handsome. you really fall is. in love. <laughs> At one point, you're like, oh, that deep V. <laughs> yes, he comes down with a shirt that's not buttoned, and it's like, yes, yes. Does Colin Firth ever get shirtless in any film? I'm sure we could Google it. <laughs> I don't think he needs to. I think a wet, a wet shirt is a better look for him. It is a great look for him, truly. I'm gonna do this one too because it's one of my favorites. I'll um, let you have it. Billy Mack, Bill Nye, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Sorry, Bill. Pop star. Um, the pop star is on TV, and he says, Hiya, kids, here's an important message from your Uncle Bill. Don't buy drugs. Become a pop star, and they give you them for free. And <laughs> cut. <laughs> it's very silly. Uh,
1: <laughs> one of my favorite scenes the entire movie is uh, Hugh Grant is sitting in his prime minister's office after, like, Natalie leaves, and yeah. he's like, oh. And he, like, looks over at a portrait on the wall of Margaret Thatcher (laughs) and goes, you have this kind of problem? Yeah, of course you did, you saucy minx. You
0: saucy minx. And every time
1: I think about Margaret Thatcher, I think about that line, truly. (laughs) I'm like, she's a saucy minx.
0: (laughs) When I think about Margaret Thatcher, I think about the... uh, The scene in, I guess it's one of the Austin Powers movies, where he's, I think, trying not to get sexually aroused, and he goes, Margaret Thatcher on a cold day, Margaret Thatcher on a cold day, Margaret Thatcher on a cold day. very silly. And also, I think about Meryl, so, yeah.
1: Should, for (laughs) this episode on uh, Instagram, we just put the picture of me (laughs) where my face is in Margaret Thatcher's body.
0: Are you okay? Yes, I'm laughing about the idea of that. (laughs) We can. Okay. I like it. Okay. Um, One great line by the small boy, whose name apparently is Sam, is, let's go get the shit kicked out of us by love. A line.
1: Um, A mood. Another favorite line is when Hugh Grant goes door to door to try to find Natalie on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. uh, and finally arrives at her house and her whole family's at the door and she's coming down the stairs Mm -hmm. and she goes, where the fuck is my fucking coat? A mood. A mood.
0: So... This movie has a lot of good one-liners, and it's just, like, very rom com But, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Also, it's in
1: a quote, but when Hugh Grant's, uh, like, copper starts singing oh, Good King yes. Wenceslas" with him. Yes. And, like, in his, like, deep voice, and just the look that Hugh Grant, like, the double take. Yes.
0: There's so many much. good gifs from this movie as well. Yeah. Hugh Grant doing the dance scene. Mm-hmm. Great gifs for all. And for mm. all great GIFs.
1: <laughs> Anyways, should we one last time.
0: One last time. Go by I can't believe we got 16 <laughs> minutes in without making that reference. <laughs> We're going to. rom com rom com This whole movie is but fucking rom com the mood,
1: I want to crackle oh some fire.
0: I thought we'd crackle before the tropes.
1: No, we just talked tropes. I don't remember it's anymore. A fun
0: fact corner.
1: Well, now it's now. Now
0: it's now. Great. Okay. Just
1: because Vince. We know you're all by the fire. We're on all by the fire.
0: Okay. We've got. What if we're in
1: the fire like in Harry Potter? Okay. You know, when Sirius talks through yeah, the fire, that's us. Get in the fire. That's our voices. Imagine us into, in the fire. Even higher and into the fire <laughs> we go. You know that song. Shut I up.
0: do. From the Scarlet, Scarlet Pippin. Now. now. Okay. Rom Conveyance. Let's get serious. Christmas. Music. Fashion. Bears. <laughs> singing, dancing, and also good outfits. There's <laughs> weddings, there's apartments, there's funerals, there's romantic foreign vacations, Christmas cards, holiday things. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on, y'all. It's, a lot. it's Christmas in a movie.
1: Mia When we were talking about doing this film for the podcast, there was some trepidation. We were like, Mm -hmm. we're going to murder this film. Let's not do it. And then we're like, let's do this film. We'll murder it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Would you watch this film again?
0: Yeah. I was charmed by the parts that I used to love when I watched this movie on my iPod in the band room Mm -hmm. of P. O. B. J. F. K H S High School. Wow. I can't (sighs) believe you just gave out the name of your high school. There's a lot of John F. Kennedy High Schools. I mean, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, a Who is man, he? the man, the myth, the legend. Where is he from? Oh God, is he from Massachusetts? Yes, he's <laughs> from Massachusetts.
1: How dare you, anyway. Hyannisport, bitch!
0: Fun fact, fun fact corner me a fun fat corner. I know we're we're not 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 there (sighs) yet, but I used to watch this movie on my iPod. Not iPod Touch or anything, just like an iPod with a click wheel video. And we put it on my music stand in band Backgrow Flutes, What's Up? And we would watch it without sound. And one of my co-chairmates did not had ever seen the movie. And so, just, like, went along with it. And we watched it in parts. It was great. That's
1: like when you're, like, you're behind like every someone. every three days
0: we would get to the end.
1: When you're behind someone on an airplane. Mm-hmm. And I prefer to watch their movie in yeah, my movie sometimes. True.
0: That is true. Okay. Um. So, would we watch this movie again? Yeah. I have and I probably will. I probably will, too.
1: <laughs> like you said, the good parts are good. The bad parts are bad. I think mm-hmm. I need to just, like... Put this film on my computer and then cut out all the parts I don't like. Yeah. Or replace them with like scenes from other movies I do like, <laughs> or like just like a musical interlude.
0: Yeah. So it's this exact yeah. same length. Yeah, if I watched this movie like for fun, I would probably skip parts that I don't like. Are you implying the podcast no, is it's not fun, for fun? But it's also a job.
1: <laughs> is it not?
0: It's not a job. It's a hobby. Well, I feel like watch when we watch movies for the podcast, we watch them differently than we would watch them not for the podcast. I'm like t- thinking about the questions as I'm watching it. I just
1: think about no? the questions for everything I do now. Yeah, everything <laughs> I do in life, I think about the questions.
0: I was like ooh, a montage.
1: When I'm reading a book, <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm watching a movie, quirky BFF. You love him, you don't even know him. I know.
0: So, what happens next? Let's just focus on who we do like. Who do we want to go the distance here? I mean, here?
1: we've said it before. Besides we'll say it Hercules again. Besides Hercules and Meg. John and Judy. Eh?
0: eh? I can go the distance? Eh? A song from Hercules? Eh? Stop touching eh? me!
1: <laughs> yes! I love okay, okay, go the okay. distance. Roger Bart. Who do we want to go the distance? Michael Bolton.
0: John and Judy. Michael Bolton.
1: <laughs> <Michael> I want him <laughs> to go the distance.
0: This is a silly episode. I'm excited. Um, Okay. So we're hopeful for John and Judy. We think we have they have the most potential. Yeah. Who else? Uh, we want the prime minister and Natalie to yes. be happy. There's something about them that's cute and good, yeah. even though everybody's always talking me. about how she's chubby when she's probably the A same body size woman. Me. A yeah. normal sized woman. Mm-hmm. A normal sized human. Um, I'm personally because I need him to be redeemed. Hopeful for Alan Rickman that he will mend his terrible ways and make it work with Emma Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like we want Laura Linney to find love too, yeah, because she deserves it. She has Everyone whole plot deserves line love. How she takes care of her brother who is not well, and doesn't put she puts him before her own life, which is you know realistic. The reality, but like you can find love too. Find a man who understands and loves your brother for who he is. You know, Marjorie didn't even try. I know. Ugh. Laura Linney once said that she wished that her character did not answer the phone. Which yeah. is like oh, heartbreaking. So sad. Okay. Tropes, all right. tropes, 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 Let's tropes, tropes, talk tropes, some tropes.
1: Everybody. Tropes, tropes, tropes. Grand gesture, Talking Tropes.
0: Yes. It has the definitive airport scene in all movies. So, they do that
1: uh, Emma, husband, Emma, husband.
0: <laughs> Emma Thompson flays her husband alive. With her words. She is incredible. And then, you know, Hugh Grant knocks on all the doors. They sing All I Want for Christmas is You. The definitive, the definitive version. version. of All I Want for Christmas is You. So there's uh, a lot of grand gestures.
1: She's perfect. Natalie, Natalie gets there. Yeah, but this is hard because there's a lot of yeah, characters. Yeah, I mean, all the women
0: in this movie are perfect, <laughs> basically. Let's be real. Except for Mia. She's trash. Um, They've been here all along.
1: Mark and Juliet in a bad way. That's Kira Knightley's character. In a bad and Andrew way. Lincoln, who's been in love with her the entire time, but it's mean to her and won't talk to
0: her. And I can't wait for him to get eaten by zombies in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The Walking Dead is just a sequel to this movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. love, actually. Okay, so we've got a Calm Down Workaholic and Laura Linney. And Rodrigo Centero. They're always yeah, last two at work. they last leave. They've been here all along. We did that one already. Yep. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Reform Bad Way. Hugh Grant, because that's who he is as a person, is my he's argument. He's perfectly fine in the whole movie. He does not start no, bad and end he's good. he's a nightmare, He's always. just good the whole time, but because Hugh Grant is such a fuckface in real life... I say he gets
1: a point for this. Whenever
0: he's good in movies, we're like, wow, redemption arc. The Hugh Grant redemption arc. How many redemption arcs have they been on this pod? So many. <laughs> um, so we have a montage in the beginning and the end of the movie. They used actual footage from airports... To show that love actually is all around. Are you going to fondle the microphone? Well, so I was just
1: wondering. No, I like my finger accidentally hit the edge. And then I was wondering if I stroked the microphone, if you would be able to hear it in the recording.
0: There's no way I've ever known. I mean, there
1: is a way. That. I mean, I might have accidentally done
0: it. So. <laughs> Your finger's still on the mic. So. I'm not
1: touching okay, the, okay, okay, okay. the part where it records. I'm just touching the base
0: <laughs> oh, God,
1: of it. The base of the, of the
0: thing. thing. Okay. Quirky BFFs.
1: Everyone is one to someone else in (laughs) this
0: film. It's true. Everybody's interconnected. Everybody's friends with everybody.
1: Love triangle. Yes. Peter, Mark, and Juliet. Mm -hmm. Mia,
0: Alan, and Emma. Fuck it all. Fuck it all. There is not a call off the wedding, but there is a wedding, and there were trumpets. It doesn't count, Mia. It doesn't count. But like, I wanted to acknowledge the good weddings with the with the trombones and the the guitar. People in the audience suddenly. Do you know what that? The instruments. This isn't in the fun facts because I only picked a couple. But do you know what that is inspired by? No. Jim Henson's funeral when they had the Muppets there and like sing and That's do a so good. Sad. I know. So I didn't know that. <sighs> this movie has a lot of things in it. What else? Uh, give it all up for love. I hate Uncle Jamie. I hate Uncle Jamie. <laughs> Jamie leaves his family Christmas Call him to first. go. <laughs> Uh, to go be with Aurelia in Portugal and propose to her in a very good scene.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> Fake it till you make it, I argue, is one. No,
0: you argued correctly. John and Judy... Yeah, they're faking, they're it, faking it on porn. screen, they're and then they made it. it, it. For real. Thaw that cold, cold heart. Colin Firth. Yeah. It Heartbroken, now heart Runs away to write a book... Sad white man style on a a typewriter, (laughs) Um, and then she says it herself. Jody Mitchell teaches your cold English wife how to feel. Emma Thompson. Mm -hmm. So I threw that in there to continue her emotional education. Yes. Ugh. Fuck you, Alan Rickman. Fuck you. Ugh, I just get so mad at him.
1: There's so much in this movie, we can't even talk about all of it. I know. The worst thing two, of all. And we have
0: two more tropes. You love him, you don't even know him. Just everybody. Mm-hmm. And tragic backstory. I would say Laura Linney has a tragic backstory with just having to take care of her brother. It's not tragic, but it's it's definitely the saddest plot line. And Liam Neeson's wife dies at the beginning of the movie, so that's pretty sad, too. Okay. No one's going to want to shag you if you're crying all the time. Now, away we go okay. to the final fun fact corner of 2019. All right. When casting the
1: role of Sarah, Richard Curtis, the writer and uh, director of this film, auditioned a great many British girls. But he kept saying, I want someone like Laura Linney. And then the <laughs> casting director eventually snapped and said, oh, for fuck's sake, get Laura Linney then. And she then auditioned and got the
0: park. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake, a favorite line of you rom complete me. It is we should have t-shirts printed with that. Yes, we should. Ooh, let's do it. We could never wear them out in public, but that would be fine. They wear jammy shirts. Um, So the lake scene with Colin Firth and Aurelia, they're like chasing after his pages that fly into the lake and they are seen to be swimming, but the water is only 18 inches deep. So they had to like kneel and pretend to be in deep water. Um, Colin Firth during the scene was also badly bitten by mosquitoes and his elbow swelled to the size of an avocado which is hilarious but required no. medical attention so i like the idea that they're not that they're like yeah. really trying to make it look like they can't swim yeah but they're very fine
1: uh so olivia olsen who plays joanna sam's crush mm-hmm. does all her own singing and all i want for christmas is you at the christmas concert, uh, and she has so such good. an amazing voice that richard curtis had it edited so it in more like a child singing than uh Child, it's the still perfect
0: voice. so good. The shot of the crowd where Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson's faces are reacting to her singing yeah. are just like, they're totally shook by her angelic yeah. life. So I love that. Um, the reason why this movie is such a fucking behemoth and has too much going on is because Richard Curtis was originally working on two different films, one about ah. Hugh Grant's character and the other about Colin, Firth, Colin Firth's character. And then, when they turned out to be so similar, because all of his movies are exactly the same, he merged them into one giant fuckface. And then decided movie. to add seven <laughs> other intricate plot lines. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> and then this movie is bonkers because it has three Oscar winners and four Oscar nominees in the cast. It's star studded people. So, Oscar winners Colin Firth, Emma Thompson, and Billy Bob Thornton, who we didn't even mention, who plays the American president, who hits on uh, Natalie. And Almost screws it all up for everybody. And then the nominee is Liam Neeson, Kieran Knightley. She would tell Ejiofor? Yes. Ejiofor? You did it right for it. I think you did it right this time.
1: And once again, I Sorry, apologize guys. to Mr. Ejafor yes. for massacring his name earlier in this episode. I'm a terrible person and I will work on it.
0: And Laura Linney also was nominated for an Oscar and should have won an Oscar because she's incredible and she deserves all the things.
1: What if she was up against an Oscar for Meryl?
0: That who would be win mine. it? Meryl, she doesn't need any more Oscars. Oh, and yet, and yet. But you know who else doesn't need any more Oscars? Kate Winslet. Okay. Let Anyone her live. Um, Samantha, what movie are we watching next? Nothing. Nothing. No movies. No more movies.
1: 2020, the year I don't watch any movies. <laughs> Just kidding. We That's are, not happening. We're going to
0: watch the movies, but we're going to take a little break. Yes. We're going to watch When Harry Met Sally at the Christmas party. And by Christmas party, Year-s-East I mean New Year's Eve party party because Christmas is over and uh then we'll come back swinging on Valentine's Day <laughs> should we do Friday podcast this year oh maybe that makes sense because can a the Friday Valentine's Day is on a Friday yeah so we're gonna take a little break we'll watch some movies we'll figure out what the future of the pod is but how do you feel bud we fucking um, did it we fucking nailed it bud <laughs> <laughs> I know. you're just saying everything that I want to say I um
1: yeah, it's really amazing that we did everything we said we were going to do. We watched more than fifty-two movies. Yeah, more than a movie a week. More than a movie a week. We um, delivered
0: these podcasts on schedule yeah. every week on the day that we yeah. said we were going to. I didn't we didn't miss a single one. Yep. We
1: did it through vacation
0: and twofers. And
1: illnesses. Yeah. And
0: life and crazy jobs. We started with a jobs. busted appendix and yet persevered yeah. until the very end. Yeah. As long as I get these up on time. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> if it was like Friday morning and I was like, oh, fuck, we didn't put no. up the last one. <laughs> we won't. It'll be fine. But I it's think... All good. I'm proud. I'm proud of us. We did it. This is yeah. the biggest project I've ever completed yeah. that wasn't work-related. Yeah. Same.
1: I don't think I've ever completed anything in my life but, but this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've completed things. What are you talking about? This podcast yeah.
1: is my most crowning achievement, my oh, crowning glory. I'm fine
0: with that because it's my crowning achievement, too. Oh, wow. Someone I know posted, like, a thing on their oh, the decade thing? No, they were just, like, brag to me about, like, the thing that you're most proud of from 2019, and I was like, my fucking podcast. Did you say that? Yeah. I was oh like, God, I'm so watching cute. movie number 54 right now. Come oh at me. God. Why didn't you tell me when we were
1: watching movie 54
0: that I you were know. doing this?
1: Well, just okay. cause, you know just you, guys you have your secrets you keep them
0: yeah i just like to keep secrets so um what's next time will tell and we'll let you all know yeah
1: i mean we're gonna do a
0: wrap-up episode in january mm-hmm. we'll we'll talk about when Harry met sally um i have to re-listen to that first episode to see what we said then mm-hmm. and really reflect yeah and uh we'll be back we'll be back we promise Mia
1: <laughs> did love actually rom-complete me notice I didn't promise only you Only yeah, I, I, I promise I, too, I promise too I promise too I'll do it
0: alone alone Alone. <laughs> did this movie rom-complete me um I, I hesitate to say yes because I don't want the internet to come for me but you know what yeah it's Christmas love actually is all around what about you is it Love Actually? <laughs> is it Love Actually?
1: <laughs> the title of this podcast. The title of this podcast. <laughs> title of my 60 <laughs> That's a Brooklyn Nine-Nine joke. Uh, oh,
0: so funny. Yeah, I mean,
1: the parts of it that are good are, are lightening to my heavy heart during mm-hmm. this time of year. Yeah. And um, if you can't enjoy the things that make you happy in this crazy world, then what's the point? And... This isn't hurting anyone. No. Loving a uh, complicated, problematic rom com. Yeah,
0: I think that's how I feel about rom coms in general. I feel like people shit on them because they're like light and fluffy, and like, oh, there's no substance. But also, like, if you can't enjoy the things that are fun in life, this is a celebration of enjoying the things that are fun in life. That's what this podcast is. Yeah. Do you feel celebratory? Yeah, I do. I should have popped the champagne bottle. I'll find a. A sound clip of it. I won't. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to
1: make a popping sound with my 2020,
0: mouth. 2020. I'm about to learn how to do some real I could good I'll also editing. learn how to edit. i okay. do editing
1: too. Should if we do a class? You'll let me. <laughs>
0: Let's do it.
1: Mia likes to do all the work because she's do. so good at it. Because
0: I'm really type A and I don't like anybody to have control except for me. That's why I drive everybody everywhere instead of being a passenger.
1: You let me drive you in the Audi.
0: I know. That was nice. Okay. <laughs> So that's it where do they find us this is sad i know the
1: last episode uh you can find us on instagram or twitter at rom complete me no you or you can email us we'll have the email open for yeah. forever you complete
0: me uh, at gmail.com it's hooked
1: up to both our phones so we yeah, always we get a notification when you email us and all
0: of that good good soundcloud and all those things are hooked up to yeah. that email address so we need it
1: yeah um thank you thank you uh audience i just want to say that you rom complete me us.
0: yes and mia you
1: rom complete me Thanks. if anything <laughs> this whole year has just proven how wonderful it is to find someone who will enjoy romantic comedies with me and enjoy the good stuff in life i'm not so gonna cry you. on this podcast thank you thank, thank you and thank you listeners
0: this is you rom complete me
1: and we'll see you next year Bye! Bye!